Hi, Jerome here. So, I've set myself a task, a one-day challenge, of photographing as many species of bumblebee as I can find. It's about nine o'clock in the morning, um, beautiful blue sky with some very high, wispy white clouds. Uh, the forecast is for very low wind, so that's going to make the photography easier. Pollen count is medium, so that's going to be better for me with my hay fever, but I'm not sure what sort of impact that is going to have on bumblebees. So I'm starting my quest um, in a field just near Job's Wood, um, above Silverdale in North Staffordshire. Uh, feels very, very grassy, uh, quite brown, as most places in the UK are this summer. Lots of vegetation around there, lots of shrubs, lots of tall hedges, obviously the woodland I've already mentioned. Looks like a lot of the flowering shrubs and other flowers have sort of just gone over. So again, that might be uh, might not be the best place to start this quest. I'm not sure how much pollen there is for the bees. Anyway, let's find out. Um, I'm going to spend the day out with my camera, trying to get as many photographs of bumblebees as I can manage. Uh, let's see how I do. Okay, so I've walked a couple of hundred metres now um, into the field, along the edge of the woodland. Right in front of me is a huge swathe of brambles, and at the front of that, um, a few stands of thistles still flowering. Not so many flowers, but there are still purple flowers on the top, a nice sort of bristly thistle flowers. I can see a few wasps uh, flitting around the, the fruit on the brambles. Plenty of flies too, various sizes. Still early morning, still a bit of dew about, so the cobwebs of the spiders are standing out too. But as yet, I'm about, what, half an hour in, I haven't even seen a bumblebee. So I'm beginning to get the impression that this might be quite a challenge. Early in the day though, so stay positive. I'm going to keep going. 45 minutes in, and I've photographed my first bumblebee, thanks to some flowering Himalayan balsam. Uh, not a natural species, not a native species to the UK, an invasive species, uh, introduced some time ago. But uh, thanks to that, I've got my first bumblebee photograph, so I don't care whether it's invasive or not. And just as I speak, more bumblebees have arrived, different species, I think. Well, this... Uh this flowering balsam is turning into a bit of a mixed blessing, really. Uh, the bumblebees are certainly attracted to it, but they're just sort of dashing from one flower to the next and diving straight into the flower with uh, just their butt sticking out. Uh, I did read last night, though, that if you want to identify bumblebees, then you start with the colour of their butt, their tail, uh, so that might be might be helpful, but um, when you can only see their butts sticking out, um, I'm not really sure how far I'm going to get. Well, my excitement at photographing bumblebee butts has worn off. I've decided I'm going to move on. What I need to find is flowering thistles. I think the bumblebees will be more exposed on those. Thistles or maybe clover, if I can find any clover right at ground level. I'm going to walk on. Uh, I'm actually on the what used to be the Keel Golf Course now. You can still make out the fairways. Um, 
just lots of knee-height brown grass. But lots of flowers about, lots of bushes. Um, seems to be quite a good environment, so I'm going to explore this for an hour or so. I managed to find some thistles right next to what used to be the car park for Keele Golf Course. Spent about 10 minutes there, uh, 15 maybe. Quite a few different bumblebees, lots of the white-tailed species, one or two of the red-tailed species, various sizes. That's promising. You might be able to tell that the wind's got up now. It's making it more difficult to take the photographs as the, the flower heads are bobbing around quite a lot in this quite stiff breeze now. I'm still on what used to be Keel Golf Course, uh, right on the top of the golf course, walking high above the village of Silverdale. What I'm finding, or well, what I'm not finding, is many flowers that are still flowering. Don't know how the bees are coping, really. I would have expected to see more flowering vegetation. I wonder if this is the effect of the very dry, hot summer we've had so far. There's plenty of uh, bright yellow ragwort in flower. Haven't seen a single bumblebee on ragwort at all though this morning. So bumblebees clearly don't like ragwort. Every day's a learning day. Each time I've walked through this uh, former Keel golf course in the last year since I returned to North Staffordshire, I've seen or heard buzzards right over the woodlands. Back in the 70s, when I was a kid growing up in the village here in Silverdale, I can't remember seeing any buzzards. Just a few minutes ago, there were three circling in the sky right above me. And earlier in the week, there was clearly uh, a buzzard's nest in the trees, with parents flying backwards and forwards, and maybe even a youngster still in its nest, squawking. That's really good to see. There's a game of cricket taking place just below the golf course. Silverdale Cricket Ground. I used to scramble all over that on my bike as a kid. I think Silverdale's become a little bit more quintessentially English somehow. Okay, I'm going to leave the golf course now. I'm going to uh, put my camera back in its bag, head through the village to the, to the other side of the valley, actually, to the new Silverdale Country Park. Used to be a colliery, actual working pit when I was a lad. Uh, lovely place now, I've been several times. Uh, great expanse of land devoted to nature now. So I'm going to head over there and see if there's uh, less flowering Himalayan balsam, maybe more ground level plants. Let's see how we fare over at Silverdale Country Park, photographing bumblebees on my, my day's challenge. Blimey, it's quite a walk, quite a trek down the valley one side and through the village, up the valley on the other side into Silverdale Country Park. Not many people about. 
Let's hope there's more bumblebees about. Gosh, the wind's really getting up now. It did say it was going to be very gentle today. That's not turned out to be the case. Anyway, I'm in Silverdale Country Park. The vegetation here is quite different to the former golf course where I was earlier. Lots of hawthorn, lots of small um, oak trees, wide open pathways. Haven't seen any ragwort. There's not so much of the invasive Himalayan balsam. A few thistles, a few teasels. Actually in much bigger swathes, much bigger patches. So I'm going to pull up here for a while, get my camera back out and see what's about. There's a number of uh, marked trails throughout this country park. Woodland Trail, Meadows Trail and a Void Trail. Not sure I like the sound of a Void Trail. So I think, yeah, Meadows Trail for me. Follow the green signs. Okay, I'll do that. Off I go. Two things I've learnt today so far. Number one, I'm not as fit as I used to be. Number two, I'm not as fit as I think I am. It's very open, very exposed, this meadow, right at the top of Silverdale Country Park. And again, there's not much in flower. I'm standing on the, the meadow's trail, and uh, either side of me, there's thistles that are they're not flowering, they're just full of seeds blowing into the air, blowing into the sky. Um, well over my head, really quite tall. One thing is striking me is just how parched the vegetation is everywhere. That must be having an impact on on pollen, the insect life that depends on it. I'm going to walk on a bit. If you're listening to this podcast on your favourite podcast platform, you're probably not looking at the photographs. You might like to nip over to jeromew.uk, my website, and find the article that goes with this podcast and there you'll see a mixture of the, the photos that I've taken by the end of the day with my proper camera of the bumblebees, but I'm also taking a few phone snaps as I go around. And you'll see the problem I've got here at Silverdale Country Park. A great expanse of just brown grass. There's nothing really flowering at all. I've been here, what, half an hour, 45 minutes. Walked maybe a mile, mile and a half. I've seen just one or two bumblebees just scooting straight over the grass. They're not even stopping. They're not, they're not swooping down anywhere. So I'm not entirely sure that this bit of Silverdale Country Park is, is going to prove very bountiful. So, more walking. Let's keep going. I seem to have found the perfect place just here. Come across a pond... Uh, there's some teasels right on the edge of the pond, and just two feet away, a bench to sit on. This this has got to be uh, a great place for bumblebees. I've already seen one or two little bumblebees visiting the, the teasels, the seed heads. 
So yeah, I'm going to sit here, rest my legs for a while and see what turns up. Here's a question for you that's just popped into my uh, bee-sized brain. How are these bumblebees managing to land on the teasel heads without impaling themselves on the spikes? Looks jolly dangerous to me. Yeah, that was a, a successful few minutes by the teasels on the edge of the pond. Just had a few minutes with a little bumblebee that was a really lovely rusty brown colour. So certainly added to my species list. It's lunchtime now, just gone 12 o'clock. I've been out for three hours. I'm going to wander off, find yet another sort of habitat, I think. See what else I can find. On this stretch of the uh, the meadow trail, I found some clover, sort of ankle height. Just a few flower heads here and there, still purpley pink, holding on in there. But the rest, if you just try to grab one of the, the flower heads, they're just black and they just turn to dust as you pick them up. Completely and utterly parched. Can't actually feel any seeds within that at all. It's just dry powder now in my in my fingers. Certainly a hot and dry summer we're having. I'll be really interested to find out just how this hot, dry summer is impacting not just bumblebees, but butterflies and all of the sorts of insects and the animals that feed on them too. I like Silverdale Country Park. It's very big. There's a, a large lake, various habitats, lots of vegetation, all different sorts. Seems to be quite well managed. And what I do like is that whilst there's plenty of walking to be done, a lot of the the country park is fenced off into little conservation areas. In my mind, that's far better than just having a completely open space because, um, you know, I'm a dog lover. I'm more of a dog lover than a cat lover. But I have seen other nature reserves that I've visited that even though there's signs up saying dogs must be kept on leads, there's just... dogs are free running. That's not the case here. I've seen quite a few dogs, actually, in the last hour or so. Mostly on leads, come to think of it. But because the area is so fenced off, the dogs can. They can sort of free run along the, the pathways. That's fine. There's lots of areas, lots of acreage, you know, a large part of the country park is actually fenced off. That's obviously much more beneficial for the for the wildlife. A much better conservation effort in my mind. There's a pigeon there sitting on a wood pigeon, sitting on a post, just looking at me as I walk past. I know somebody who'd give that a name. I'm not going to there. Right, so what I'm gonna do I'm going to find my way out of Silverdale Country Park and uh, find some other sort of habitat. I think I need to change my plan maybe for this afternoon. Find some more man-made landscapes. Perhaps more heavily managed parks, parkscapes. Let's see. 
Thank you, Silverdale Country Park. I do like this place. Yeah, hi there, can I get a Cornish IPA, please? Yeah, please. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I spent the rest of the afternoon in the bush in Silverdale. And that all of the photographs you see from now on have taken off some stock library. No, honestly, that's not true. As much as I like the bush. Very nice couple of pints, actually. Cornish IPA. As much as I like the bush, uh, I'm also committed to this task of finding more bumblebees. So what I'm going to do this afternoon is look around some more urban environments. See how bumblebees are faring there. Right, I've continued on through Silverdale, um, down Park Road to what we knew as kids as Back Lane and the allotments there. I sort of followed a path through the allotments, um, <laughs> got a little bit um, overgrown in places, but I've got to the end of the allotments and I've come across this bright yellow plant. It's absolutely teeming with hoverflies, flies, wasps, but no bumblebees. I've run the plant through my identification app and it seems to suggest it's goldenrods. As I say, it's, um, it, it's attracting quite a lot of attention, but there's no bumblebees on it. I've wandered into Silverdale Cemetery. It's not one of those cemeteries that's, uh, you know, Victorian and overgrown, a wildlife reserve in its own right. This is much more recent than that, probably, I don't know, 40, 50 years old. There's uh, trees, mature trees, mostly evergreens, sort of yew trees and conifers that you get in, in cemeteries. I sort of expected more bushes, more shrubbery. No, there's nothing like that. First sort of impression, lots of cut flowers. I thought there might be some possibility of getting some bumblebees around the cut flowers. But of course, when you walk up to them, they're all plastic. They're all silk. They look pretty enough, but no good for bumblebees. A bit disappointing, really. There we are. I'm crossing the road busy road just off the cemetery in Silverdale I'm going to head into the town centre Newcastle under Lyme so walking down the main road now between Silverdale and Newcastle under Lyme it's called Silverdale Road would you believe <laughs> what have I learned so far well the country park the golf course came across some species of bumblebee, not as many as I thought, to be quite honest. One thing I am thinking is that urban environments, housing estates, village centres, town centres, they're just not made for bumblebees. You wouldn't expect them to be. But I'm sure there are things we can do. Kinder planting regimes... We've got no mow May, but what about not mowing cemeteries right until the end of August?
Let's really give our bumblebees, our bees, our butterflies, our insects something to sink their teeth into over a much longer period. Food for thought. I'm off the main road now, following the uh, Lime Brook Trail, I think it is. That takes me into the centre of Newcastle under Lyme. There's lots of vegetation. It's a very green footpath, bridleway, whatever you might call it. One thing is standing out is that there isn't much variety of vegetation. You come across the same five or six species dominating every walkway. Not just here, but through some of the country parks and places too. It's making me think we need more variety of vegetation. Things that flower over a longer period. If we are really to help bumblebees, honeybees and the other species that actually we rely on. When I say we rely on these species, what I mean is we rely on them. These are pollinators. These are the workforce that pollinate um, our food crops as well as our garden plants. I think we need to look after them better. We need to provide more for them. I'm in Newcastle Underline Town Centre now, just on the outskirts of it. Clearly a very built-up area, very urban. Lots of concrete, paving stones, tarmac, roads. A few grass verges, cut very cleanly. I wonder if there are any spaces around here for, for bumblebees. It's a couple of areas I'm going to have a look at. One is the, uh, the sunken roundabout the end of the stones. If you're in Newcastle under Lyme, you'll know it. So let's have a look at a bit of uh, municipal planting, shall we? Let's see if any council planting schemes are attracting bumblebees and other critters. Here we go then. I'm in that sunken garden, surrounded by, well, it's a big roundabout really. At uh, the end of London Road, Barracks Road, Brook Lane. As I say, if you live in Newcastle under Lyme, you'll know it. Typical municipal planting. Lots of, I think these are begonias in yellow and red. Some uh, Rudbeckia. Some plants that look like little mini sunflowers. Actually, all around the outside of this central bed. Much more mature uh, bedded areas, more shrubs, a lot of them still in flower. Lots of Rudbeckia, nice bright yellow Rudbeckia. Can't see a great deal of any sort of insect, in all honesty. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a walk round. I'll walk round the full circle and uh, see. I think, really, my best bet is to look around the outside of the, the roundabout, where the, the shrubbery is much more mature. I say it's in flower. The 
could be something there. This is very encouraging indeed. I've just spent the last 20 minutes in this sunken garden, which is, to all intents and purposes, a roundabout in Newcastle under Lyme. The sunken garden in the centre, just really sort of formal. Around the outsides, lots of mature shrubbery, really. I probably pressed the shutter button on my main camera more in the last 20 minutes than I have in the last two or three hours. So, you know, hats off to you, Newcastle Underline Borough Council, for your planting scheme here. Really is attracting bumblebees and other pollinators. That visit to the the sunken garden in the roundabout was um, unexpected and really quite positive. So what I've decided to do now, it's uh, approaching five o'clock, I've done my nine till five, I'm going to head home, I'm going to download all of the images from my memory card onto my computer and have a good sift through to see what I've been able to photograph. Ace, I'm back home. Let's have a look at what my uh, health app says on my iPhone. 23,356 steps done today. 9.9 miles. Blimey. Don't think I've done that much for... I can't remember the last time I've done that much walking. Well, I hope it's all been worthwhile photographically. Um, I can certainly say I've enjoyed every minute of being out there. So um, yeah, let's see. Let's see what I've managed to capture. Okay, I've got a confession to make. Um, I fell asleep last night and didn't get round to do any editing. So actually, um, it's the the day after my bumblebee challenge, and I've spent um, several hours this morning quite happily sifting through the photographs I took yesterday, and also uh, editing this podcast together. So what have I learned from this bumblebee challenge that I set myself? Well, I suppose the first thing I've learned is that identifying the actual species of bumblebee from uh, photographs on a computer screen is really rather difficult. Uh, each of the species, uh, the, the queens, the workers, the other cast members, um, they're all quite different. That said, uh, I've run some of my photographs through my identification app, and I reckon at most I've probably caught about five different species. I'll let you look through the photographs, and um, if anybody can actually identify quite specifically anything that I have photographed, then uh, drop me an email. It'd be great to hear from you anyway. One thing I have learnt, though, and I suppose this is the most important, is that Reflecting on yesterday's experience, I was really quite taken by uh, what I found at the end of the day in the urban environment. Now, maybe um, there's a caveat. The concentration of planting being so tight, no doubt the population of bees that are buzzing around the town centre all congregate on that very small patch of of nectar and pollen-rich planting. It does make me think, though, that careful, considerate planting can really extend the season over which um, our our nectar-loving and pollen-loving insects 
uh, can feed. And that, that really can't be uh, a bad thing, particularly useful for, for, for the insects in a summer like we're having, uh, that is so hot and so dry. So again, hats off to Newcastle and Lyme Borough Council for their their sensitive planting of, of just that one area that, that I saw. No doubt the same planting schemes are, are taking place in, in other urban areas across the borough. I hope you've enjoyed uh, my ramblings yesterday and today. I hope you enjoy the photographs too. Um, do take a good look through them. And maybe let's all be just that little bit more mindful about how we plant our gardens, how often we mow our lawns, just how obsessed we can get about taking weeds out of our, our borders in the gardens. There's little critters out there, bumblebees and others, that, that really need our help. Okay, that's it from me this time. Thanks for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please do subscribe to this podcast wherever you've listened to it. And if you're on Twitter, you'll find me at Jerome W underscore UK. You can get in touch with me there anytime. That's all for now. Until next time, goodbye.